Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is pretty wild. Are you ready? Hello, cuties, and welcome back to a very special emergency Scandaval episode. How are you doing, Justin? The conclusion, some would the say. The conclusion. Of the Scandaval episode. It's only appropriate that we end with an emergency episode, seeing how we started all this with an emergency episode. It's a full circle moment for us here at POP. Also, like the death of my personality, because this has been my entire personality the past, what, four months? Three months? I I do feel like it's taken over reality TV for the last couple months. It's taken over my what... reality. <laughs> <laughs> Not even my reality TV. It's taken over my reality. Like, it's the only thing I want to talk about, the only thing I'm interested in, the thing yeah. I was living for every Wednesday night. Honestly... Even though I haven't watched, obviously, I've been keeping up with everything. And the, some of the nurses were talking the other night when I was on shift. Mm-hmm. And I chimed in on a Vanderpump conversation. They were shook it. They were like, time out. <laughs> Justin. Justin, this is actually a serious question. Do, do your like nurse and real work life friends know that you're a pop culture enthusiast and that you have a podcast? You know, not a lot of my work nurse friends do like pretty much no because i i'm really about keeping my personal and my work life separate especially because like of my position and stuff like that i i don't know and so they didn't know and they were very shook they're like wait a minute and then i said something about the t swift um ariana grande not ariana grande uh olivia rodrigo drama they're like time out justin do you like low-key love pop culture i was like guys i have a podcast they're like stop it Stop. Okay, well, I hope they're listening. Hey, girls. Um, Okay, let's dive deep into this part three reunion episode where we got the big bombshell reveal. I made Justin watch. Just First of all, Justin, like, how was it watching knowing, like, not having watched the entire season? Like, did you still feel like you understood what was going on? Were you able to keep up? Like, was it still shocking? What were What was your emotions during the finale? Okay, I, two, a couple of things. Um, I was able to keep up because you did a lovely job of keeping me apprised of He's everything. Nice. And also, like, I read and I watched some videos and I watched a lot of reviews. So I was able to keep up. The only question I have that came up for me was, what happened with Tom Schwartz and, um, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Katie. His ex-wife. Like, yeah, why, why they, they got divorced. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my only question. Um, because Schwartz literally puts everyone else's emotions and feelings above Katie's. And that was like a very big apparent thing the entire time. And she realized she was never going to be a priority to him. And so she, she asked for a divorce. Got it. Got it. That was, that was my only thing that like they kept referencing that I did not understand. Yeah. They were overall, together 12 years total. Holy shit. Okay. Well, overall, my opinion is as a group. They should probably all find different friends. They should go to group therapy to, you know, like decompress after this. And then all break up and find much healthier friends for one another. It's crazy to think like if they if I watched this 10 years ago and we were all in our mid 20s, early 20s, 
you know what? I'd be here for it. But the fact that most of these people are my age or older is crazy. They're Actually, all they're all older, older than you. They're all older besides Raquel. That's sad. Crazy, to right? Say the least. Very crazy. It's um, pretty crazy. I but no, it was it. I hate to say it, it was entertaining watching the. Oh my the, god! Don't hate to say it. it was so entertaining, and just like Lala got was on the View yesterday, and yeah. they were like, "Do you think the bombshell's really going to make you not want to come back?" And she was like, "Listen, we were all desperate enough to be on TV that we signed up for a reality show, anyways. So like, I." can't imagine that it's going to be something that would really make us not want to come back which is she was correct that obviously the big bombshell was not as dramatic as we were you all called thinking. it though i did call it i knew that raquel was going to say something after the reunion i think yep she not only from a publicist standpoint was probably very much urged to do i genuinely think this woman has been bamboozled by sandoval in every sense of the way and she just did not want to see it and wanted to like continue living in this fantasy the number one thing let's just get into it can i just like start yeah should we start like from the beginning like her coming out like should we go through the episode yes so raquel comes out and obviously like tension is high i don't know how she didn't walk out already bawling crying like to me, I wanted to start crying watching like watching her walk out of just being like the intense emotion that must be like overcoming you in this situation. No, she's cool as a cucumber. She like gives zero fucks. That is the weirdest part of this all. I I will say that was strange because I think anybody like myself in that situation, let's say I had done what she did or you had done what she did, walking out to face those people, I, I expect a little up. bit more emotion from her kind of thing. Um, I'm not judging her for holding it together. Like, she obviously was very well coached by whatever publicist she has. By um, Sandoval, Yeah, Justin. that was a little she odd. She was well coached by Sandoval. That's the, that's the key to this whole thing is that he, you have to remember, Raquel's 28 and Sandoval is 40. And Sandoval's obviously been in this game a lot longer than Raquel. And Raquel is, like, desperate to be on this show, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she is seeing Sandoval as one of the principal characters, someone that's been a key factor on the show, who's, you know, was loved enough, and she's taking whatever he says like it's the fucking Bible. And yep. she was under his under his well. coaching. I don't think a publicist coached her does not show emotion. I think mm-hmm. a publicist would say, show your emotion, show that you're human, show that, like, you have some remorse. But she wasn't showing anything. And then when she was trying to say to Schwartz, like, no, like, I think we did have a connection. I just want to be like, you're so creepy. You're so creepy. I think the overall thing that I think with Raquel is, yes, I think she was somewhat manipulated by Schwartz. But I think her whole story arc through this kind of shows what lengths people are willing to go to in order to be famous. And it's, yeah, I think it's, it's. It's interesting because uh, Hulu just released a show called Age of Influencers, and it's all like the big scandals that have happened with influencers. Mm-hmm. And it's showing this other side of the influencer kind of move and, you know, reality TV fame. And Raquel is the exa- prime example of like what people will go to in order to be famous, which is crazy. Yes, exactly. And it's it's just a little bit concerning that she has 
family members that are probably like, oh my God, what is happening to you? Like, we need to take care of you. If I were her parents and her sister, I would lock her in a basement and be like, you are not going back. Like, you need a full mental evaluation. You've been bamboozled. You look yeah. dumb. You're not coming across good sister. Like let's like take a huge step back. She should not be allowed to go back on reality TV for her mental health and for her own sake. Do you think this is the end of Raquel? Do you think she, do you either think she'll show back up on Vanderpump or do you think she'll find her way into some other reality show like Love Island? Yeah, I think she's she's going to transition from being on Vanderpump to being on like these stupid other Bravo shows like Summer House and Winter House, which I'm not really sure what those are, but I know like the Vanderpump people go on them sometimes. And it's yeah, basically yeah. just like a house full of people from all different Bravo shows all together, like cross like crossovers. So I I could see her doing stuff like that. I could also see her just like going radio silent for like a year and then coming back like season 12 instead of season 11, you know? I can see that. I, yeah, I don't think this is the last we've seen of Raquel, a.k.a. Rachel. No, this is, this is what's hold. This is the string that's holding this Barbie doll together is yeah. reality TV. Um, so it was really hard to watch Ariana um, talk to Raquel. And she was extremely scary. Like, I would have Oh, my God. Been, something she said. <laughs> oh, my God. The cheese grater. She's literally the cheese grater. She's That's not the best human. The, the, the mentor. Part? When she pulled out the Harry Potter reference. When she referenced like, Harry yes. Potter. I know you like Harry Potter. <laughs> I was literally watching that, and I laughed out loud. That shit was so funny. You're a dementor. You suck people's soul. I was like, you woo! suck people's soul. Okay, but she's not wrong. And I, like obviously a thousand percent team ariana i understand where she's yeah. coming from we've already seen her yell at tom in this same with the same force in the prior two um parts plus in the finale episode we've seen ariana going on tom we have not seen her go in on raquel and but this episode it was just going in on raquel and it didn't feel balanced like you know i had to keep reminding myself like she's already done this to tom because exactly. it, it's obviously like I don't know, because in a normal cheating situation, I would be like, you know, the girl's fucked up. She shouldn't have done that, obviously, but it's yep. your man's that needs to take responsibility. But because Raquel was also Ariana's best friend, I yeah. like she did deserve this reaction to some degree. And something that I didn't know because I didn't watch throughout, I didn't know all the different instances in which ariana went to raquel with their issues that they had and she just spoke on it like that shows me Justin. some sociopathic tendencies like Justin. her straight face and being like you need to be intimate with one another after she already fucked her man like that's after she was she crazy. was currently fucking her, her man currently like incessantly fucking her man like it that's, is the weirdest thing also um the okay so a few things that like really was just like what was yeah. obviously um tom dressing up as raquel for halloween like bro okay. that shows a <laughs> level of arrogance unparalleled. even lisa being like are you demented why? like why did you do that <laughs> like why he was like you it was like... a tiktok trend no it wasn't no it wasn't never seen that before never saw that one and, like her buying the lightning bolt on camera okay, that was like, number two Purposefully, we need to remember as a viewer, 
these people are not waking up and just have cameras around them. You know, like these are scheduled scenes that they are doing. So it was scheduled for Raquel to go to that store. And it was very intentional and purposeful of her to purchase the lightning bolt on camera like that. Because that was that was a decision she consciously made. It's not like, oh, I was just out and about and the cameras are following me and I like forget the cameras are there. And you just so happen to walk into that store. No, no, girl. You, you knew sought out. You knew that this would be a crazy nugget for later on. And that is what is insane that she was playing out some like some weird storyline in her in her own mind. The third thing was um her telling Andy that she genuinely thought that Ariana Tom and her could be a thruple. Girl. <laughs> and like because um, she loves Ariana. I was like, this is a this is a reach. This is a Hail Mary. But I give her props for, for shooting. Ariana her does identify as bisexual. She does identify as I bi. I know that. And um, okay. she has hooked up with women in the past. So yes. maybe that's what Raquel was thinking. But sister, she's being bi does not mean that you're like okay with a thruple situation. Just because you're yeah. bi doesn't mean you want both at the same time. You know, it just means you're attracted to both. And yeah. she was in a monogamous relationship. She And she never once expressed that she wanted to be in anything other than that. Imagine, like, you and Jackie have been together 10 years. Tom and Ariana have been together 9. Imagine some girl coming in and being like, well, I thought that you guys would want to be a thruple after you've been monogamous for all this time. Um, Jackie, no? I just want to let you know there has been no inclination of me wanting to be in a thruple when you watch this. Yeah. <laughs> That's, never given that's that not hint. something that you can just like, oh, maybe that would be a nah. thing. And she's like, yeah, Tom said she wouldn't want to do that. It's like, duh. Duh. She's like, well, Look. I love Ariana too. No, you don't. Because you fucked her mans. You don't love her. <laughs> Multiple times. And then like the. The t-shirt. The sleeping with him. The, the oh. t-shirt. Hmm. You know what was funny after that? After he made that comment, Shorts just put his head down and, and was just like, "What?" I the would fuck, like to bro? point out. Okay, so obviously Justin and I are like on the same page. We know what we're talking about. But at one point, Andy asked Tom, "Were you sleeping with anyone else?" There were some rumors that he slept with some girls in Chicago. They like yep. Ariana has receipts. He's not owning up to that. And Ariana was like, "I'm not going to argue that with you. Instead, I'm just going to say, you know what? He was sleeping with someone else. Me." And Sandoval had the fucking nerve to say, "Stupid!" Yeah. Just sh- she kept her T-shirt up. on. It was hot. Like, bro, you're already demoted. Now you're like a womanizing. Like, uh. no, Justin. Like, you should have seen, and you should have seen my reaction. Also, I should mention, Gonzo watched part three of this reunion with me, and um, he has no prior knowledge of any of this because. He usually plays soccer on Wednesday nights while I watch Vanderpump. That's our thing. But he hurt his back, so he had to stay home last night. So I was like, you're watching part three of the reunion, and you're going to like it. And you're not going to like make me feel bad about liking it. And when he said that, and I stood up and paced, and I was like sweating, screaming. Gonzo was like, that was, that was not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> He's like, I understand why this has fueled so much emotion like vitriol he literally just and what's the most annoying thing about that is you saw like schwartz put his hands his head in his hands right after he said that like there's no coming back from that sandoval looks at schwartz and says sorry to schwartz schwartz doesn't need your apology sandoval ariana does 
And Andy Cohen was just like, he just, he literally cringed. He was like, Ooh. No, everyone did. Everyone's reaction. Lala was like, you're disgusting. Like, that is the worst, just the worst thing he could, that could have come out of his mouth. It's like, if anyone had any little bit of sympathy for him, it's gone. Oh, and Andy man. Cohen was right. They were saying like, Sandoval says something in this part three that's going to make every woman in America hate him. And I was like, okay, sure. That was it. And then he said that, and I was like, <gasps> like I wanted to throw my bottle of rosé at the television screen at Sandoval's face. It was disgusting. Disgusting, to say the least. It showed no... It's like he's further playing this whole narrative of like, she wasn't intimate with him, and that's why he did this, which, look... Intimacy is a two-way street, and people have intimacy issues all the time, but that is not an excuse to do the shit. Not an excuse. And, um, hello, you're so freaking lucky to even come near Ariana's cookie. The fact that she even, like, opened her legs for you is a privilege, you fucking sick piece of shit. Damn. That's how I feel. That's how I, it was like that visceral of a reaction when I heard that. But obviously, Ariana being a queen and understanding the timing of it all and how she can capitalize on this moment, she made t-shirts that says, fuck me in this t-shirt. And Ooh. I kind of need the t-shirt. It's like a cultural I moment want in time. t-shirt also. Like, right? First of all, we've all, being in a t-shirt doesn't make it not hot. Like, you can exactly. do the hanky panky in a tea and make it a hot thing L- listen it's hot no matter what like you're welcome is the is the <laughs> bottom line like you're you're lucky and that's how you should feel each and every time she's not yours you're oh. you're it's a privilege it that's the upsetting part of it all and then for lala to look at raquel and be like that's your future do you see that that's how he's talking about the woman that he bought a home with who he's been with the last nine years that's what he said about her and you think he's not going to do that to you? That's your future. And that's the biggest lesson of all. That's your future. Yeah. her. It's not looking good for any woman who dates this guy. And supposedly they're not together anymore, right? He's out with somebody else. There's been rumors this and that. We don't really know what the actual state of their relationship is. Um, them telling each other they love each other was like Cringe. so uncomfortable, so cringy. Um, and I felt for Ariana in that moment. And I think she was actually giving them like, it was like her last bit of advice to them. Like, this is disgusting. You guys need to abort mission here. Like you cannot, this is not good for you. Either one of you, neither one of you are going to come out feeling good, looking good. And this is not working out for either one of you in the grand scheme of romance. Like I know this is plain to see for everyone else, but you two like, come on. Oh, my God. And then when Raquel got off stage and Sandoval followed her to her room and they were laughing. Laughing. Joking. Maniacally. Not a good look. Uh, uh, Like, Gonzo was like, wait, I'm confused. Is this a scripted show? Like, was that a scene? I was like, no, that's how psychotic they are, Gonzo. That's how mentally fucked up they have been through this entire situation that they are laughing. And Allie is an upgrade from Raquel. She is. It's ridiculous. 
I do want to touch on too, like you brought up in our text messages that they kept on going back to James and Lala. And I agree, a cheater is a cheater. And it's not appropriate. Let's let's give context to what I had said. Because originally, you asked me what was my initial impressions. And I I said something to the sort of uh, James and Lala are hypocrites. Mm -hmm. And the reason I said this was... I don't know the whole story of how what happened with them because obviously I didn't watch back then. But apparently, they cheated on one another, or they cheated with each other while Raquel was dating and she was dating Randall. Mm-hmm. And then apparently, Randall also had a wife and she was a mistress, mistress, and they were going back and forth on calling each other mistress and all that. I think what I'm what I was mostly trying to get across was that it seems like this whole group of people tend to cheat and do some incestual things. Yes. And I do understand that they are a lot older now and, you know, things that you did in tw- in your 20s was acceptable versus not acceptable now. But at the same time, like, you guys have all cheated. I understand why you're more mad because, you know, Raquel's also best friends. But I think at one point they try to justify, like, Lala's cheating with, like, on, with James on Raquel. Like, oh, I didn't know who you were. I, I don't like that excuse. Like, oh, just because you don't know who the girl is, it's okay for you to fuck her, man. But if you do know who she is, like, that makes it so much That part, like, really kind of cringed me because I was just like, come on, like, that's a bullshit. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. Like, I mean, look, we've, we all know someone that's been cheated on. We've been cheated on with people that didn't know us either. Like, it's, yep. it's not cool no matter what. However, I would argue that the cheating scenario of James and Lala was like it's like the restaurant business where everyone fucks each other if you work for a restaurant you're just like guaranteed i don't know like it's a weird vibe across is the this board. a true thing like is this does this actually happen in restaurants yes, like i've this never is worked how in the restaurant, restaurant industry is interesting and it is just and not all of them not i, I can't generalize but from my ex- my personal experience and then also yeah. like my friends experiences and people that I've known that worked in restaurants it is a pretty incestual place i don't understand why it it gets to that point but it does and so vanderpump and sir is obviously no different james and yeah. lala were friends and lala you know this was just multiple seasons ago this was five seasons ago and i just don't want to rehash it we've already rehashed it we already got over it we already moved on but and then bringing that conversation into this present day conversation was so frustrating because it's like comparing apples and oranges yes they're both fruits but they're completely different and we don't need to sit here and try to explain the difference you know like we all know that that was a baseline of knowledge and i just wish andy would have been like we're talking about this season, anything from prior seasons, we've wrapped up. But like this season, there's enough to talk about. And that's what Ariana was saying. There's enough to talk about this season that we don't need to go back into like Lala and James's history books. This is, Absolutely. she needs to like divulge her own. And and I think like, I don't know, maybe it got brought up because I think that James and Rock, or James and Lala were like way too like, not aggressive. Like I understand they were angry. But, like, yeah. they weren't letting anybody else talk. And so, it, like, made it very difficult. Because, like, 
part of this whole thing and wanting to close up this scandal is like, you want to hear from Sandoval. You want to hear him say the stupid shit that he did. You want to hear Raquel come up with the lame ass excuses. But like in the beginning, they were just yelling and calling each other names and stuff. And it was just like, can you just sit down and show that you're an adult? James and Lala didn't need to get themselves so involved and they need to learn how to like rein in their own personal emotions to something that, you know, at the end of the day doesn't really involve them. They like brought up the like, Raquel, Rachel, name change thing, and oh Lala my God. Like, was like, I, I don't care. Like, look, you, you guys both decide to change your names. Leave it at that. Like, one's okay, not but better than the Ariana other. Ariana saying that acceptable. her name is Rachel because she, she was like, well, my friends call me Raquel, and she's like, well, you have oh, no yeah. friends, so it's Rachel. You have no friends. That was <laughs> <laughs> acceptable. What that Lala was, was saying, like, mine's different. Good. Mine's a nickname. You try to change. Yeah. Like, Bitch, you're both going by different names. You're both just going by nickname. Like, it's fine. But Ariana's point was the best point of saying, you have no friends, so it is Rachel. Because the only people talking to you is your family. And she's like, it doesn't add up that way. It's like, and Ariana was like, it does. (laughs) That was like the pettiness that I was waiting for. Like, that's the pettiness that's Uh like entertaining to me. But the, the, the crying, oh, Ariana putting down Schwartz when Schwartz was like well look like you have the whole world on your side like that must feel good like what does that feel like trying to like make almost make it was it was like Schwartz was he trying to, to say like you should point. feel bad for them because everyone's against them but yeah. you have everyone and like, Ariana dude. like crying and being like it's literally what got me through are you kidding me like that was the worst thing of my entire life like the fact that this happened to me is insane that they did this to me is insane. And like I was losing myself. And the only way I've been able to like stand and eat is because of the support of these people. So shut the fuck up, Schwartz. Like I thought I feel like she put him down. I thought that I heard the question wrong because I was like, did he really just ask that? Like <laughs> I had to rewind. That's how dumb I was watching Schwartz this is. on like two times speed and i'm like wait a minute time out time out he did not just out of nowhere decide like oh feel sorry for them because you have everybody on your side and they have nobody like that yeah. wasn't the line bro that wasn't no, the side not, to take. exactly and like schwartz was so far up sandoval's asshole all the the entire 10 seasons of vanderpump so no one's surprised that he's like trying to be on his side now but however i did listen to schwartz was on jackson britney's podcast jackson britney are old cast members of Vanderpump Rules, like Jax is OG, Brittany is his wife, and Mm -hmm. they have a podcast now. Of course, all the Vanderpump people have podcasts, and Schwartz was on it, and this is the only time Schwartz has, like, spoken out about this, basically, besides, like, his disastrous Watch What Happens Live episode where he looked even more dumb. But he did tell Jax and Brittany that since the reunion, he has not talked to Tom, and he is not in, like, conversations with him and he's like needs to take a step back and i am proud and appreciative that he's coming around to that because i think schwartz is like wants to be a good guy almost to a fault where no Mm -hmm. not almost to a fault where it puts the people that are actually closest to him he puts like these other random people that don't deserve his respect or love or support above the people Mm -hmm. that do and that's that's his cross to bear because he wants to be only seen as like the good, good guy when he doesn't realize like him being the good guy is actually so detrimental and making him look like an asshole to the people that actually care about him. Yeah. And I'm glad to know that he's stepped away from Sandoval because that's a toxic relationship as well. But 
Oh my god, that was so that was so dumb of Schwartz to say, and I just I'm thankful that Ariana had a a really good response and was able to hold her ground and be like, "You fucking asshole for saying that to me." Yeah. How do you think I felt? What do you think is going to happen to their restaurant? Well, so according to the podcast, like the restaurant's doing fine, and like the he's like very much trying to just separate himself from Sandoval of being like, "I am Tom Schwartz. I did not cheat. I did not have this affair." Mm And I think the more that he separates himself from Sandoval, like he's like, people are in the restaurant and like, they're being nice to me, but they're like, not, they're not okay with what Sandoval did, but like, they're trying to separate me from it. And you know, that's fair. I don't know what'll happen with the restaurants. I think Sandoval should be bought out. Like he should not be involved. It should not be Schwartz and Sandy's. It should just be Schwartz. And I feel like he should just like try to tour around the world with his band it's so disgusting i don't know who's going to tom schwartz band and the fact that like this whole reunion thing has been played out and he's going around tour still like making fun of it i mean like this one night on march 3rd i was playing and my phone fell out of my pocket like he does like this big dramatic scene about it he's like and my life was forever changed and then he sings like stacy's mom and then he changes the line to raquel was not the one for me so it's like he's trying he's getting upset at the at the other cast members that are capitalizing on this moment when he himself is doing the same and he's the one that inflicted all the pain and it's just annoying and sandoval like he just needs to go away he needs to go away and i need anyone that's gonna go to one of sandoval's shows to you personally need to go get your your head checked you need to go to a therapist because why are you wanting to attend other than for some sick, twisted reasoning. He doesn't deserve your sick, twisted curiosity at his show. Okay, then we got the bombshell, the big reveal, what was all led up to. It wasn't like that crazy. We all knew that it wasn't going to be insane. Um, But Raquel sits down with production six days after they're finished filming the reunion, and she says, I feel like I need to be honest. LOL, she continues to be dishonest through that part. And the pro- like the producer deserves an award. The producer deserves an Emmy. The one that is like trying to interview her at this time, he deserves an Emmy and I will campaign for it because that man he got the he got the job done. And he's like, "So you so I loved when he said you told some untruths." It's like, "So you lied." <laughs> He's like, you told some untruths at the reunion, but he, this is how he's smart. He understands the power of words, the psychology of words. Yes. She doesn't want to be called a liar. And so Raquel goes on to divulge that her and Tom were always hooking up, you know, like it never stopped. It was not like a one night and then started again in January. So wait a minute. So she kept saying the second time was in Mexico. When was the first time? Um, the first time was probably like, I want to say maybe that was two, three weeks before they're in Mexico and they were at the Mondrian. The girls were at a girls trip in Lake Havasu for Katie's divorce party. So like Katie like was obviously down in the dumps and Raquel was invited on this divorce party weekend and she had an anxiety attack in the car. And I think they were already hooking up at that time and she's still not telling like a full truth because where where did that anxiety come from all of a sudden, yeah. you know? Yeah. And all of the girls were really kind to her during that anxiety attack and like helped her through it and like made sure she was okay. Um, and then she left that trip early because they got in a fight at dinner, some stupid like 
reality TV drama shit. And she left, went to the Mondrian where the boys were having like a boys night with Schwartz. And that's when she hooked up with Sandoval. So that's the story of when it started, which is so uh, still a dumb story on Sandoval's parts because um, Ariana's dog, Charlotte, had just passed away the day before. And then he had to, he got locked out of the house because he didn't bring a key and he had to knock on the door for Ariana to let him back in after he just fucked her best friend in his car. Yeah. And then, so Raquel was like, we hooked up multiple times in Mexico. Creepy. Because that's when she was hooking up with Schwartz. That's when that happened. Wait, like hooking up with shorts or making out with shorts? Making out with shorts in front of everyone. So it's like they were playing a twisted game with each other and including like each other's best friends in it. It was disgusting. And she's like, Tom. And it was kind of scary. Like she looked a little bit scared. Like Tom is going to be really mad at me. So she like kept on lying. And then he was like, you've already told us some stuff. Like you might as well come fully clean. There's no point in saying like like, one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. She kept going like back and forth on whether she wanted to tell the truth. Like, girl, you here. What? He's like, did you go to St. Louis? And she's like, no. And then they show the photo of Show the picture. <laughs> I was like, that's savage. I do not recall. She's like, no, I don't remember. We have receipts. You don't remember if you flew to a different state with the man you were having an affair on? Are you okay? Are you on drugs? Like, are you okay? So uh, which, crazy. Oh, man. Anyways, Damn. that's Raquel's big bombshell. They were hooking up a lot more. Tom thought it would be less hurtful if they would say it's less. Doesn't make any sense, but sure. You can tell she's completely under whatever, like, spell, drugs, anything that Tom's given her that she thinks his word is Bible. And that part did make me have some empathy for Raquel in the sense of, like, oh, sister, you're really lost and you're really getting manipulated and, like, this is not good and you need help. And I'm, you know, glad she has family that's taking control because it's insane. I still don't understand, though. We have to remember since that reunion was filmed, since that six minute after reunion was filmed. She's still been sending Sandoval postcards and letters to their house that he still lives in with Ariana. So first she sent a letter. It was enclosed. Ariana said on Watch What Happens Live. I cannot open the letter because it's illegal. And then the next oh. letter sent was a postcard. And then they were postcards from here on out because then Ariana can see it. And that is still sickening and crazy. So she's still like in this weird cycle. Who knows where they stand today? I don't know. And then we also got next week that they're doing a secrets revealed or like a behind the secrets special episode for Vanderpump. What, what more secrets can there be? I don't think there can be. I think that they're just like sitting down and having everyone's like one-on-one reactions to the reunion, which, you know, sure, I'll watch it because I miss it already. But that's really it. And I feel like I just had a therapy session and let out all my anger. (laughs) I'm glad I could be of service. (laughs) Like I really feel better. It was over, and I just wanted to discuss with Gonzo, and, like, he's he really tried, but, like, he really didn't care, and so it wasn't yeah. a good discussion, you know? Yeah. Like, I needed, yeah. um, I needed some pushback. I needed some, like, thoughts. I needed some original thoughts. You know, 
the other part that I forgot to mention that was pretty funny was when uh, I think it was Lala said something to Raquel about uh, you need to get mentally evaluated. And Raquel's response is like, don't worry, I am. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> she was like, I am. I'm like, oh, okay, man. good. Good. And well, I was like, good. Like, thank God. Like, please, for the sake of all humanity. You know what? I, I, I would like to just wrap this up by saying I appreciate Tom and Raquel for putting themselves in this terrible of a position because it's been the first thing in a long time that our nation has really come together on where that was a line that everyone can understand that that was wrong. And this is something on a very, like, this is just a like a very baseline level that everyone knew, nope, it's wrong for you to hook up with your your man's best friend um, or your, your Woman's best, best friend's man yes. for seven months. And we can all agree on that. And, you know, during a time like this where we can't agree on literally much else, it's good to know that we all have that one boundary. And it's love because love is the most important of all. Do you see this? It's love. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> and we all respect love to some degree. So that's hopeful was, for our we future. We don't all respect. We don't all respect love. There are definitely some people out there like them. Yes. Ooh. Well, Raquel's soul was um, volunteer distribute to, to remind us all that we have this common thing. And for that, we're appreciative. She united a nation. She united a nation. So thank you, Raquel. I know it's been hard, sister, but you were on a very important mission. Do you think there'll be anything else? Like, do you think in a month we're going to get some other shocking bombshell shell with Scandaval? Or do you think, you know what? Scandaval is put to rest. I would, I, I, I can't say for you know like for sure but i'm sure that there's more and more and more that's going to come out about this and i just think it'll be less and less relevant because everyone's hype is not as heightened and like yeah you know but i think there's more to the story still that we're unaware of which you know is fine we don't need to be aware we we're aware of the facts and the facts that we know we're all in alignment with so anything else that comes out doesn't really matter. Like even if they hooked up since James, it just doesn't really matter. It's, it's already been discussed. It's already been argued. Um, I just think that I'm happy that Raquel's in a facility. I think Sandoval needs to go to a facility immediately because he is the king of narcissism and it's actually like really scary and creepy to watch. Never going to happen. Gonzo did make a good point. He was like, this is what like a serial killer sounds like. Oh, hell yeah. Just complete unawareness of people's emotions around you. And you just say things without any remorse or any foresight of like how that might affect somebody. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sociopath. Absolutely. And Lala in part one of the reunions told Tom he was dangerous. And Lisa Mm -hmm. was like, he's not dangerous, Lala. You can't say that. But he is dangerous. His narcissism is dangerous. It's dangerous to... Raquel's mental health to Ariana's mental health and to any woman that comes across his past mental health until he gets his own mental health help. Not just women, because I mean he's yeah, definitely done right. a number on Schwartz too. So 
you're so right. He also did a number on Schwartz. So <sighs> do you have any final thoughts, Justin, before you wrap this thing up? I'm happy that this is over. It was a fun ride, a nice roller coaster. It's been what a way to like journey. T- start off our podcast journeys with Scandaval. I mean, it was probably like two weeks in, three weeks in. So it's been a fun ride. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, will the Kardashians deliver this season? The Kardashians season is not going to come anywhere near this Vanderpump say, season. This but tame. <laughs> this, it's so tame compared. It's like, oh. Uh, so Okay, well, right, well. Thank you guys for being on this wild ride with us. I'm sure there will be more stories that come out before we even record on Monday for next week's episode. But we wanted to wrap this up here so that we didn't take up next week's episode talking about this. This has been emergency episode number two of Scandaval, the closing. We're done with it. Probably Final not. Chapter. But for now, we Book are. seven. <laughs> finale. The finale. Okay. Thank All right. you guys. Well, thanks Hope for Hope you have a great in. weekend. See you guys next week. <laughs>